0: It's recording. Officially. Safe port. I'm
1: going to be awkward.
0: Oh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) 100% awkward. This is my first time and I am new.
0: (laughs) Who are you? I am Ellen. Not Ellen. She's not Ellen. She's Jane. I'm Becky.
1: And here we are. Ellen is her alter ego,
0: apparently. (laughs) Here we are. We are going to talk about why we started this podcast, and what we kind of want to get out of it, and, and our origin stories. Yes. Some of a journey. Not of Ellen. Of Jane. No. Sorry, that was weird. <laughs> Who the weird. fuck is Ellen? I told you
1: I'm new! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <I> just panicked. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres,
1: everybody. One to note.
0: Okay, so... Do you want me to start? Yeah. Okay. So I'm Becky. I'm a health and relationship coach. I have a business called Brilliance Health Coaching. And my intentions for this podcast are to have these candid conversations about what the name of the podcast is, is, which is Sex, Sales, and Spirituality. So what that means to me is... You and I, Jane and I, have a really good ability to play with what we call the 4D, or the energy. No, we don't. We do. Trust me, we do. She's just being difficult right now. She's nervous. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, we play with the energy... Uh, and it's a really practical thing. It's not a woo-woo, new age, kind of, oh, I'm in tune with the energy and the aura. It's actually...
1: You're all experiencing it. We you're experiencing
0: my... it right now. If you're feeling our up and our, how bubbly and energetic we are, you're feeling energy. So it's... Potentially annoying if you're in a down. If you are a down <laughs> person, this will be very annoying Tune out me. now. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna doesn't like this. No. No. So... Yeah, there's people that are more comfortable in this up high energy and then there's people that are comfortable in the down low energy and or the the heavier emotions and we know how to play with that in relationship and in business mm-hmm. and so that's kind of what we want to explore but we're also going to talk a little bit about our personal lives, what's going on with us because we're in 2019. I think, I'm going to stop you there, I think you should go into a little bit more about like the up
1: and the down and the polarities, and then it's not like a positive or a negative, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Just for a little bit more context before you Do you want to say what you mean?
1: Yeah, so, well maybe I'll just explain it. (laughs) That's what I really wanted (laughs) (laughs) See? I read that. So the down, the heavier emotions, like neither like up or down is positive or negative, it's just opposites, right? So like hot and cold. And Mm -hmm. your so-called range or like, I would almost say wokeness, but I hate that word because it's hokey, is your ability to be comfortable experiencing all the emotions so that if things come up for you, you can actually sit with yourself through those. Mm -hmm. Or if your friend comes over and they're going through a really like tragic time that you're not just like, holy shit, get away from me, I can't handle this, that you can actually sit with them
0: in those emotions. Yeah, you can stay present.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and for me, that's more the struggle, so that's what I can talk about, but for other people, like, listening to Jenna um, Mm -hmm. talk in the past, it's been, like, Becky and I will hang out, and we'll be giggling and being, like, we're five years old, playing, (laughs) and she will be, like, get the fuck out of my house, like, (laughs) like you guys are insane. Unless you're
0: crying, don't come over. Yeah, 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 exactly, so. Yeah, yeah. but if you're crying, I am your girl, I am your girl, I will sit with you, I will... Yeah, be there. You will feel so loved, and empathized. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so we are more naturally in those higher uh, emotions that like kind of, and that's why I think we get the the. That's where I think the term airhead comes from, because mm. it's it's like airheady, high
1: up vibration,
0: kind of like up yeah. that kind of energy, mm-hmm. as opposed to like the the down energy and maybe at some point we'll get a podcast where we're both in more of a down mm-hmm. but today for sure we're we're both pretty giddy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, giddy giddy. Uh so does does that do you want to go into further explanation with yeah. that? Golden. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Gold, yeah. Okay. So this is kind of how the structure will be of the podcast which what I call is very feminine. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean I don't mean gender, I mean the energy of feminine is very uh, fluid and dynamic and doesn't have a goal
1: Yeah, like we're not going to do an introduction a body and a conclusion for this podcast
0: Right. But there will be a container of time around it and that's the masculine portion of it Mm -hmm. that you'll be able to see how long it is and judge if you want to listen to it or not and that would be the masculine part of the Container is the time there's safety in that I mean imagine she had to listen to us for three hours (laughs) and you didn't know and you didn't know that it was going to be three hours long that would be no masculine involved Mm -hmm. but when you know kind of how long it's going to be like I have podcasts that I'll look at the time specifically and be like okay I have 20 minutes I want to listen to a 20 minute podcast whereas when Amber comes on when Amber Khan does a podcast like I'm like over the moon if it's a two-hour one because I know I'm going to listen to it like 800 times yeah. and I want it to be long but there's other ones that I just can handle little small chunks mm-hmm. so we'll see how this goes yeah we'll see yeah yeah but I I would be wondering if I were you why you should listen to it
1: Mm-hmm.
0: why you should listen to us who we are Mm-hmm. and Really, at the end of the day, you probably shouldn't be listening to us. <laughs> well, I was like, I'm
1: sitting here thinking, like, what the fuck credentials do I have?
0: <laughs> so it's just kind of we're riding on pure narcissism and arrogance at this point. Yeah, you're going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, but we think we have something to say, and I think that that has merit in and of itself. I appreciate that when people go out on a limb and are are vulnerable and share things about themselves and share their story share what their knowledge is their their unique experience so we do have things to say we do definitely have some pretty strong opinions pretty Mm -hmm. pretty cool experiences that are unique yeah definitely
1: some of the things that like you might Be like, am I crazy for thinking this? Hopefully we'll talk about those. Yeah. You can be crazy with us, or you can be like, oh no, there are other people. Yeah.
0: If you have those moments where you're like, yes, I'm not the only one, Mm -hmm. then I will feel fulfilled forever. Yeah. Set out what I wanted
1: to do. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to say that's my intention, for
0: sure. Perfect. Yeah. It came out in a really feminine way. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So we'll talk more about feminine and masculine and those polarities. If you want more information on that, there's a few books to read. There's uh, Slow Sex by Nicole Dadone, is my favorite book of all time. And there's The Way of the Superior Man by David Data. Yeah, Data. Who else is good on the masculine and feminine? Mm. Teal Swan. Teal Swan, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube, Mm. too.
1: You'll find exactly what you're looking for, even if you don't know.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anything on, like, ancient civilizations involves masculine and feminine, too. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's lots of information out there and and we're drawing in on that and we have um we have actual experience with it. So we're going to share kind of our our experience with the masculine and the feminine energy and in, in relationship in sales and yeah. how that relates to spirituality, which spirituality is really just the unseen to me. Yeah. Uh, it's the stuff that you can't necessarily you can feel it with your knowing mm-hmm. yeah anytime I feel like validated or like I feel like an so-
1: affirming moment in time it's like oh
0: yeah. something else, there's something else going on here yeah when you see the interconnectedness of things yeah, that to me is spirituality yeah. that's the when you can see that there's patterns and there's there's uh yeah, like synchronicities and yeah. the way those universe Zola was just talking about this. The yeah. Other day. yeah, yeah. Like atom structure and the way that yeah. Mhm. Yeah, it... mm-hmm. And how yeah the the so, so within so without as above so below all of that when you start to actually, pay attention to where that's manifesting that's mm-hmm. really cool because it it does again have practical implications. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's the spiritual aspect. What about yeah. the sales? Sales. Well, I think that we could talk about sales and sex is
1: one in the same. Yeah. Um, Me, I have like, I had like a discover moment, discovery moment with sales. Um, I was definitely headed down a completely different path. And then thanks to um, an ex, got a great opportunity um, to work with a company that was in transition locally here and loved it like just felt felt Learned like so much. such a fit. Yeah. yeah. I, and it was like the, probably the coolest thing about it was that I had no experience other than like, I really like playing with energies and power dynamics and, mm-hmm. and people <laughs> and like, yeah, like the product is so secondary. Like, it's so much more about, like, the game and actually, like, t- tuning into what people are really looking for, I guess. And so that was really cool, starting out thinking, like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I had a coworker write out a script for me of what I should say on the phone when I called people.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like so, on your first day.
1: Yeah, I was like I don't I don't even know what to say to people like, <laughs> "Hi, can I get a meeting with you?" Like, what? <laughs> so it started out really mechanical for sure. And then like eventually, maybe I would say that when I call them, like, "Hey, can I get a meeting with you?" but just like the energy behind it and like the tone and and like just like knowing why I was actually calling changes so much their response. And I think that's so cool that just the energy behind what you're saying not so much as what you are actually saying Mm -hmm. and the the response different responses that elicits in people um but kind of a tangent there and now going into to real estate like it it feels like going from like uh like the junior b hockey league to you know the nhl people are making like the one of the biggest purchases that they're gonna make in their lives and um, I'm not yet licensed as a little caveat there. Um, but <laughs> definitely to be, in, the, <laughs> in the process <laughs> and, uh, just the amount of people, like I've already made the decision. That's what, what I want to do. And the amount of people that are already coming to me mm-hmm. and like, yeah, it's really cool. Definitely. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah definitely, like You definitely sales. have a gift in sales. Yeah. I would say the, the thing about sales that is true to any kind of relationship dynamic or power dynamic like you said is that it's figuring out what somebody wants even if they're not aware that they want it yet Mm -hmm. and a lot of that and it's not about like hoodwinking someone or tricking or manipulating Mm -hmm. it's just about helping them see it and get through their fear that they have about it and through their resistance and all of their, all of the crap that we drag around with us, yeah. and you present it in in front of them in a way that's like, you can have this.
1: Yeah. And I, th- I think that that, like, to just toot my own horn a little bit more
0: here, I'm pretty good with the subtle mm-hmm. bags, not so subtle,
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that I, I don't have any fear, like, myself around whether I can have everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And maybe that's my, like, hashtag white girl entitlement. <laughs> but... I'm, like, really okay with being, like, yeah, I want to work four months of the year and the other eight I want to just go live on beautiful beaches of the world and have, like, eight different houses and Mm -hmm. be someone sugar mama.
0: But like you said today, (laughs) like you said today, it's, like, we want things and we don't even realize why we want them. Yeah. And so it's getting underneath why we want it and what the feeling is that we're looking for to experience Mm-hmm. And then becoming that person to who can actually have that thing. Like yeah. like the person who can actually have eight houses yeah. and maintain them and yeah. hold all of that prestige. And, you know, like you're looked at differently. You're mm-hmm. experiencing the, your life differently if you have that amount of wealth and abundance and, mm-hmm. and ability to receive. Yeah. And so that that means that we have to transform into somebody new to have that thing that we want. And again, being able to show somebody, okay, this is what you can experience if you, if you grab this thing, if you purchase this thing, or if you say yes to this thing,
1: if you enter into that relationship,
0: the same goes for relationships. And that's just it, yeah. If you say yes, if you can communicate what you want, or you can let somebody help you figure out what you want, Mm -hmm. then you get that intimacy, you get that connection, and that's that nutrient that we're all looking for—is that connection. Yeah. Yeah. That that being seen in a way that nobody has seen you before is the most nourishing thing it's terrifying too mm-hmm. because it could mean that they reject you mm-hmm. but it also is the only thing that actually nourishes you and that's what that's why I became obsessed with Nicole Daydome and went yeah. down the whole one taste line yeah why don't you talk a little bit more yeah about that? segue into yeah. origin story So I'm just gonna keep saying origin story until Jane gets on board with it. (laughs) We're gonna. Also, the noise in the background is because there's construction going on on both streets around my house right now, and also my dog is making noise. He's patrolling the perimeter. That's just a little safe port for you. Yeah. As to why, what the noise is in the background, it's not so that I can avoid telling my origin story.
1: We're covering up a part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that we would never it, happen. We
0: keep it classy. We yeah. keep it classy. for yeah. you. Sure. <laughs> okay, so I grew up in Saskatchewan, and in I was born in the eighties, so I'm part of that kind of millennial group, and I'm really proud of my millennial heritage. He's just crawling under the bed. Mm-hmm. I'm really proud of it. I wear my millennial s- stamp with honor. And I was kind of like a like a nerdy kid in high school. I played trombone in the band, and I was in French immersion, and I was just like <laughs> kind of a derp, kind of just. But I had my core. So not little, much has changed. <laughs> so not much has changed at all i had my little core group of friends and i i didn't ever really have trouble making friends but i was a little bit shy and i liked to have like my one or two friends that i was really close with and um yeah i lived a pretty like middle class life of really sold on the dream right like like you go to university and then you you meet a man, and then you get married, and then you have kids, and you, you know, you have your degree, and then you make check your money, all boxes. and you check all the boxes in that horizontal line. And I basically have done all of those things except having kids. And I just, I got to the point where I went to university, I got my pharmacy degree, I joined the military, went off, did the military thing, met a man in the military, got married, and then it all just fucking fell apart. And I think partially was because, in in reflection, it was because I just wasn't. I was getting all those checks, and I wasn't happy still. Mm. And I needed something more. I remember when my husband at the time was on a deployment, he was military too. And I was just, I bought this book at the bookstore that was, like, how to become more spiritual or psychic or something. Like, I was, like, I really want, I really want to experience more. Like, I want to be, mm-hmm. I want to have psychic powers if that's available. Now I know more about what I was actually wanting there. But, <laughs> but I wanted something deeper. Mm-hmm. And then, and that wasn't, it wasn't soon after that that my... Ex, broke up with me. He just called me when he was on a on deployment and was like, "I can't do this anymore," mm. and it was devastating. Like absolutely, mm-hmm. like fall to your knees, devastating, dark night of the soul. And I'd mm. been broken up with before, and it was awful then too. But this was like next level. Yeah, because we were we were legally married, and mm. we hadn't had a wedding yet we had invitations out to have a party all of that had to be it was just it was humiliating it was sad it was tragic it was betrayal it was all of it and and then that led me down a path of self discovery and i started watching all these like i went to a counselor who told me who, who actually that counselor told me about the masculine and the feminine and then i found teal swan that day and then I started learning more about it, and then I got obsessed mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, this is kind of the stuff that I was looking for. And uh, that counselor was wicked. And we became friends after. <laughs> dual, what? Dual relationships. <laughs> Not allowed. <laughs> That's a segue to another episode. <laughs> um, and we. So I found this organization online. one taste and you can look it up it still exists and it was kind of it's my time in a sex cult i like to say Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and it was really interesting one of the most interesting things i've ever done for sure and again i need to just have a whole time to just talk about that in and of itself but basically i learned a practice called orgasmic meditation i joined this conscious community Mm -hmm. i was in new york all the time i was in san francisco all the time I was going through this big breakup and I also was going through this huge transformation and courageous, like looking uh, back on it. That's what I was, was just going to say. Like, courageous. I, I actually have.
1: never asked you either, like who, who was there for you? Like what sisters walked with you through that?
0: That is a good question. And I, ha- I'm so lucky. I feel really lucky yeah. that I have had, and that breakup really showed me how strong my support system was. I'm good drink water as Amber says <laughs> drink something <laughs> <laughs> that yeah that that experience of of being broken up with did even his family was super supportive because everybody was shocked right everybody mm-hmm. was like what yeah yeah, yeah. uh and that that breakup we can talk about, maybe we'll even have him on the show one time maybe we will. yeah, code if you're yeah. listening <laughs> you've been called out <laughs> you've been called out well I, he would enjoy it, I think, so uh yeah, what were we talking about? You were talking about sisterhood and your oh yeah, sisterhood. supportive, yeah, so sisterhood is super important, and that was something that I learned I reiterated through one taste through my. Education and run taste. I did a two coaching programs through them and hope and I did private coaching with Nicole, group coaching with her. I did so many things with one taste. Mm-hmm. And I learned so much about how the limbic system works and how our how we are so connected psychically.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you and I, Jane, are so telepathic with each yeah. other. Like it's it's insane the amount of things that don't go that aren't verbally said that we just understand, yeah, and so that's partially why we're doing this together as well is that the sisterhood right yeah. like the sisterhood is real, and the sisterhood is what makes things doable yeah. at the end of the day, so yeah i had I had good supports, I had Jenna, like I mentioned at the mm-hmm. beginning, my cousin and I had uh my own sister, and I had a bunch of people. That really, really were there for me mm-hmm. big time, and even again, Cody's family was was really there for me too. And his brother was really good support. Like everybody really rallied behind me for sure. And it was it was a tough time, but it also was a really adventurous time
1: mm-hmm.
0: and exp- of exploration. And then one of the things that they talked about in One Taste was that your relationship is forever you will always have that unique bond right you that's unique to you like you Mm -hmm. and I have a unique bond that nobody ever could replicate because it's you that you're completely unique I'm completely unique and our relationship is completely unique in this moment in time space reality right exactly yeah and so so him and I, are it's the same, and nobody can ever replace that. And that mm-hmm. just kind of always has sit, sat well with me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and then the other thing that they used to say is that uh, the form of your relationship can change. But that doesn't mean that the underlying love isn't there. Yeah. Or that the connection isn't there. You're always connected. Yeah. But the form on the 3D, mm-hmm. or how it's physically manifesting, can change. Mm-hmm. So, like now him and I, we're, we're friends, like we're buds and we're very connected. We probably know each other better now, having gone through all of this stuff. We literally went to the divorce lawyer together. So we, I really intentionally, because of one taste, Mm -hmm. wanted to move through this transition with him as easily as possible and have as much forgiveness and love and connection as possible in it. And it's still been really, really, really difficult in a lot of Mm -hmm. ways, but I'm really proud of how far we've come. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that you did that, like,
1: on, like somewhat on your own, you know? like yeah. you Had all that come up because, like, and just to segue, like, and I think tell, like, a bit of what has recently happened, like, for me mm-hmm. and how much you've been there for me, like, oh my gosh, like, I can't, I can't imagine mm-hmm. having to fucking go through what I went through without you. Like, very mm-hmm. similar stories of, like, having saved the date sent out and then calling off an engagement, a wedding, like, a couple months later, but having somebody, like, so by your side that's just, like, been in it. Did it. Yeah. Did like, it. Yeah. Like this Remember this it. part. Like, yep. I got you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like you're not... Like, Gets this is, better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, like, when you feel like you're being ripped open and you might die. hmm Yeah.
0: Totally. Yeah. Totally. And I do... It is cool going through... The sadistically going through it again with you, mm-hmm. in that it's like, okay, I do know what's on the other side of it, mm-hmm. but I also do have that kind of self kudos of like, I did kind of get through it by myself because I did have support, but yeah. I didn't have anybody that was had like, lived had lived it, mm-hmm. or most people just kind of felt scared or sorry for me, or
1: you didn't know if you were going to live, or no, you were be okay, no, if, like life was going to go on, exactly, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, so. But now we're in a place where we're definitely living our best lives, for sure. Yeah. It's been a journey. Yeah. And there's lots of lots of stories, which is why we kind of <laughs> feel like we have the content to make yeah. lots and lots of podcasts with every yeah. story. Like, there's Costa Rica we can talk about. Mm-hmm. There's um, the energy of what happened there was really cool. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, again, very feminine in this, like, kind of up and down, no... No seemingly direction, but then Jane and I both also have very strong masculines, so we do like structure, we do like... <laughs> we, like <laughs> we like things to be contained as well, and that's part of, that's part of it. But Put yourself together. <laughs> so yeah, it was in one taste, and then I still was working as a pharmacist, but not in the military, and I was probably the best I could do in pharmacy. I was working in a compounding pharmacy, and my boss was the sweetest boss. And I had the sweetest coworker, still in Nova Scotia.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I just had... Oh, I went to New York with my cousin, Jenna. And we're going to talk about you a lot, Jenna, sorry. And <laughs> uh, we were walking in Central Park, and I went underneath the... We, we, we were really lame, and we sat in an IHOP for, like, three hours. And <laughs> we wrote out our <laughs> desires, mm-hmm. and... What we wanted. Yeah. And then we were we were like, let's go put this somewhere special. So we took our little pieces of paper and we, we walked to Central Park. And we were going to put them, like, bury them in Central Park. Yeah. And we walk under this bridge. And on the other side of the bridge, there was a little lake. And there was this huge Saskatoon bush. Mm. And with ripe Saskatoons. And I think it was June. So it felt early to have ripe this right specific well, berry. Well, June is summer in most places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get like one day of summer here. Oh, this summer's been good. This summer's been good. Sorry. <laughs> I had to. I had to. <laughs> and then it's winter. All of the stereotypes about Canada are true. No. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> They're not all from BC. You
1: know? um, so Saskatoons, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Saskatoons. So this huge bush of saskatoons so it's really a particular berry mm-hmm. and and then beside it was this huge uh prairie lily like a big what? orange prairie lily i have pictures of it and i was still living in nova scotia at the time and jenna and i were walking and i stopped cuz it was like whoa and i called jenna back she kept walking and i called her back <laughs> and she i was like look and she was like yeah whatever And I was like, no, it's a Saskatoon bush and a prairie lily beside each other and then we're fucking in New York. Like, how weird is that? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, whatever, cool. And she just keeps walking, and I just (sighs) stood there with my mouth open and I was like, this must be a sign for Jenna. Must be a sign for her. (laughs) And I was like, what? (laughs) So I took a picture of it and then I posted it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, and then... The comments that I got back were like, "You're moving back. You're moving back. Like it must be a sign to move back." And I it got me thinking, and then I had and then I ended up having a conversation with my boss, and then mm. it and then I called my parents, and they were like, "We'll fly out and help you move back." And it just all clicked in, and then I moved back here. Yeah, and then crazy. I was back for like ten days, and my sister was like, "And I'm pregnant," and I was oh. yeah, so. I definitely needed to be back in SK. But so then that led me to eventually apply to do my masters in counseling psychology, so I'm a graduate student now working towards that, but I love coaching. I love, love, mm-hmm. love coaching. And so I've brought elements of one taste to Saskatoon. We do these things called turn-ons mm-hmm. and Jane's been really involved. They're awesome. Those... If you haven't been to one and you can get to one, you should. They're really cool. Even they're... if you think you can't get to one, you should still go. Yeah, if you have resistance around coming to one, like if you see if you see that I'm, we're having one and you're like, that sounds really weird, I don't know what's going to Definitely me. go. There's <laughs> weird things being stirred up in my body right now and I don't know if I should go <laughs> learn about orgasmic meditation, then you should probably come because it'll be perfect. They're just mm-hmm. really, really cool. They're really nourishing, they're really healing. We don't actually do the practice. Everybody thinks that we do, but we don't. We don't. Just really what you were talking about earlier. Of we like just talk about it, being witnessed and mm-hmm. in, uh,
1: in your desire and having that raw, raw connection with essentially a group of strangers.
0: Super mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just gives you a chance to really be seen. Talk have people ask you questions in a way that's like really non-judgmental and mm-hmm. loving and everyone's putting the attention on you, which is nerve wracking for sure. But it's a good thing to practice because we're not, it's the thing we all want the most, right? We want attention. We want approval, mm-hmm. but to actually receive it, we've, we've got our wires crossed because it's as much as we need it as a nutrient is just social humans.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We need that connection, but then to have it in a the safe format to of have a it in a safe container. way because we mm-hmm. have our wires crossed that it's a dangerous thing, yeah. and that's linked in trauma so so one of my goals is to help people heal their trauma, become more self aware, understand why they do what they do, make mm-hmm. the subconscious conscious, all yeah. of that, and so really mental health is and self development are the way to do that, and I don't think that we can move forward as a species or heal the planet or stop fucking up the way we're fucking up as a species mm-hmm. until we become more conscious more hashtag woke yeah yeah start on that, <laughs> on that. yeah <laughs> so that's where that's my origin story yeah how that how was that i liked it i feel like
1: i even got to know you like a little better than that <laughs> which is like is possible <laughs> And then when you talk, and I'm like, I feel like you told me this before, I'm like, or did we just telepathically, like, <laughs> exchange that? Yeah. No, could definitely. It could be a combination of both. Uh, I think, I feel like lengthwise, like, that's good. I feel like... We, no, you next... have to give
0: your origin story. I've, I gave mine. Mine's like, you know. No, okay. If, the, if it makes it easier, I'll ask you questions. You answer them. Well, I'll try. Let's I'll do try. a little Hot Seat. Okay, let's do it. Okay. So this is one of the games in Turn On that we play. It's called Hot Seat. And there's some rules. Alright. Let's do it. Let to do it. Consent? Consent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very important. Very important. Consent is important. So, I'm going to tell them the rules. Okay. You help me? Mm-hmm. Chris always helps me. Yeah. Um... Okay, so she's on the hot seat, I'm going to put all my attention on her, and I'm ask, going to ask her questions that are interested, not interesting. And so, interested questions, keep the attention on her. You'll Interest- be like,
1: what's your favorite color, Becky? Interested. Interesting yeah. question would be like, Becky, I absolutely love periwinkle blue. I have a periwinkle blue <laughs> sweater. What's your favorite color? <laughs> like becky's the afterthought for sure
0: right and we all we all know people or maybe we've done that before where we're trying to kind of steal the show because we want attention but we might not be fully in approval of getting attention directly so then we kind of like what's the word beat around the bush and like do this
1: weird like manipulation of yeah to be seen yeah I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but I when I experience it, it typically makes me want to choke somebody out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can be it can be triggering for sure. So, so the whole idea is to keep the attention on the person in the hot seat, which is going to be Jane in this moment. And then that's one of the most important rules. And then uh I'm going to the goal is for me to be in yellow, not red. So, if she asks me
1: a question that I'm like, "Whoa, like I don't know if I want to go there today." Mm-hmm. Uh, I can just say pass. Yeah. So, you all know that. Yeah. Don't pry on the passes.
0: Right, because we want her to be... So, the reason it's called a turn-on is because you're starting to feel the sensations in your body when you're turned on. And they can be... Just sensations themselves are neutral. So, they can be, like, fluttering in your stomach. They can be, like, temperature. Like, you're starting to feel hot in your cheeks. Mm -hmm. They can be movement, like you feel kind of like a zap of electricity, go down your leg, flutter in your chest, flutter in your chest, constriction or expansion Mm -hmm. in different places. Like anywhere from basically your, your throat to your genitals is where you feel the most sensation. Mm -hmm. And then we translate those sensations into emotions. And then those emotions get translated into stories. And that's where the mind body connection comes into play. So What we're doing in the turn-ons is also we're learning how to tune in with ourselves and observe ourselves and what's going on and and actually feel our bodies, which is what turn-on is. So, and turn-on is a bunch of different things, and I'll explain it differently every single time because it's so many different definitions. But but basically, at the end of the day, you want to feel turned on about your life. You want to feel your life. Yeah. Right? You actually want to be engaged in your life. Yeah. And that means feeling it with all your senses. So, yeah. Um. So anyway, okay. Those are the main rules anyway. If I think of more, I'll tell you more. In this context, that's all they need to know. Okay. So, Jane. All attention on Jane. Becky. <laughs> Where did you grow up? What was your childhood like?
1: Uh, I grew up in a... I always say a small... I used to always say a small town called Penticton, B.C., but then I moved to Saskatchewan, and I found out what small towns really were. (laughs) So we're talking, like, 30,000 people, and Mm -hmm. so I moved to Saskatchewan, and I was like, oh, it's a small town, 30,000 people, and they're like, there are small towns in Saskatchewan of 500, 200 people, so you're wrong. (laughs) I was like, okay, I stand corrected. Um, I grew up there um my parents are still together my mom is a real estate agent my new business partner we'll Mm -hmm. get into that in a later time um my dad is a or was a school principal and uh yeah like from the outside like the most like loving cookie cutter parents still together like white picket fence family I like I was super spoiled and, like, got given every opportunity I wanted, for sure. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to play hockey. I was going to play hockey. I wanted to horseback ride. I got to do everything in horseback riding, like, to the extent that, like, my parents relocated their house and bought a farm Whoa. so that they didn't have to pay for board for my two Holy huge Holy princess. Lawnmowers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. It was, and then I had two... I have two older brothers, um, and... I'm so glad I had brothers. I like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, it totally, you're, I think you're a different person. Well, obviously you're a different person if you have brothers to if you have sisters because you don't know any different, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I'm really close with my middle brother. Um, uh, my older brother and I are probably so similar that we don't get along very well. <laughs> um, but yeah, And it was a, it was a, it was a good, like it was a great childhood. Like outside looking in looked perfect. Obviously, every family has their shit.
0: Yeah, everybody does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what yeah. makes things interesting. Okay, and then what happened after you went to university in, in Victoria? Yeah, I graduated and uh, went out to Victoria
1: because that's what everyone was doing. I I love I actually love that thread of like how we all make our decisions as like going into adulthood. It's yeah. like. Everyone's going there. Cam go yeah, there too. Yeah, that's why I, I chose
0: it. to went to. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. What yeah.
1: To. Um, so I went to Uvic and um, did my undergrad there. And uh, yeah, like I had so much fun at Uvic. Actually, like my I had some really weird roommates. Um, didn't really know what I wanted to do. Like started out doing like an arts degree and then shifted focus and. Um, was gonna write the LSAT. I actually did write it. I did do quite well, and was gonna go to law school. But then I have this pattern of like making these grand decisions and moving on them really fast, and then like kind of doing like the heavy lifting after of like
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't want to like oh my god I don't want a desk job for the rest of my life. Are right. you kidding me? Like right. no. Um, so then I got kind of discouraged. Took some more sciences. Um and again that
0: theme comes up. Hey, yeah, it's the third or fourth time today
1: mm-hmm. about
0: desiring something and then getting it and being like Wah. recognizing the cost of having it. This right? isn't really the thing. Yeah, this isn't really it. But so true. We were talking about this earlier today. Sorry, this isn't the way a turn on works. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm. just kidding I'm. This is how podcasts work. This is how podcasts <laughs> turn ons work. <Yeah. laughs> um, but when you want something and you really get attached to the idea of the form that you think it should take, like going to going in, getting in a certain program, yeah, and then getting it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then realizing, oh, this isn't actually the thing that I wanted. Mm-hmm. What I wanted was the achievement of getting into the program, And I got that, and now I, ha- I can't actually carry the responsibility of the rest of it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or whatever, And then it has to shift.
1: Yeah, and I think, I think for me, like, the common theme in all of that is that I just loved going home at Christmas and telling everyone I was going to be a lawyer. Yeah. Or that I was going to be a vet, or, you know, because that was the, like, sequence of events that happened, right? So, Your Capricorn um,
0: Rising loved that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in there, like, I met, I had, I had a really, really, really great, um... Boyfriend, great relationship in university that didn't come until about like my third year, I think of my degree, and uh yeah, really cool, like we were really good friends first, like we called each other like bro, and like it was really <laughs> funny um and had yeah, had like a ton of fun together, like that was probably like the most play I've ever had in a relationship, like we would just like go do crazy adventure shit all mm-hmm. the time together. It was sweet. Um, and then, yeah, I, and I didn't know what I was, I didn't know what I was going to do by the time I was done with my degree. I was like, oh my. <laughs> so I moved back to BC and, uh, we did long distance for a while. And then I was like that same thread of like, I love animals. Like I'll tell people I'm going to be a vet and then like mm-hmm. started going down that path and like. The one thing that's been really cool through all of that, though, of like the the from my fa- like my family side of things, is that no matter what I've said I was gonna do, my whole family gets behind it a hundred percent, which is I think sweet. Like I don't know a lot of mm-hmm. people that could say that, especially with the rides that I've taken them on. And they they might be getting a little tired now of going on all the rides, <laughs> but they but they they've been with me there every step of the way. Must be because I'm so good at sales. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you really know how to sell them on. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah so that's kind of the journey I guess up until that point and then moving out to Saskatchewan for vet med here and like everything that that took and I um in the middle there like um that that super fun play relationship um had a shitty ending and I don't know if I'll get into it on this one but like just shady shit on both both accounts. I Oh yeah, let's get into, into your there. shady shit later. <laughs> yeah, shady shit. I got lots of this. Lots of <laughs> shady
0: shit over lots here. Lots of that. <laughs>
1: I'll show <ya. laughs> Um, And then, yeah, I moved up to Saskatchewan and it was, like, I, it was crazy. Like, I just decided that's what, that's what I was gonna do. Ooh. And then I just drove out here and lived here. <laughs> like, that was it. That was it. And, um... I really liked... I really like Saskatoon, I do. Like I think it'll mm-hmm. always have like a just like such a like place in my heart, just cheesy and cliche as exactly. well. Like, no, I get that. Oh, like same I just with
0: Nova Scotia for me.
1: I just like get here and I if part. It feels partially like home, and I only really experienced it coming back this time. To mm-hmm.
0: be honest, like, like well, you were you were gone for like, like ten days last time you came. Yes, very true. To be fair, very true. It was a hot second.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then same same pattern of like oh, I'm going to go into vet school and like getting on that, that ride and being like full on ready to go. And then at that, like that tipping point, it seems like that's when it happens. I'm like, no, no, I don't want to do that. Like I, I I wanted to do, um, large animal surgery and like to do that, you're on call all the time. And that's Mm -hmm. like, that's like, I don't, I don't want to be going out to someone's farm at three in the morning. Like, not like, I, that would be really cool for, for a couple of years. I feel like it yeah. would be great. But then I, I wanted to, I thought at the time I was like, well, I want to have a family one day. Like, and I still, I'm still like, I think I, like I definitely want to have a family, but it just might
0: not look the same as what I, I like idealized or fantasized mm-hmm. then. Um, so would you say that was your horizontal? You're still in the horizontal at that point? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like uh, just that same, like. Checking in the boxes. Yeah, yeah, and then and then like even like meeting Chris felt like like he like Chris was so a box to the point of like and I this is this is not said to discredit like the connection that we had and the relationship we had that we'll we'll get into that another time but mm-hmm. like just I'll just touch on like how we met and how fast things moved mm-hmm. like. And I mean, that's co-created, right? So it's not it's not just Jane ticking a box, but like for Chris too, I think that we both really served that mm-hmm. for each other because we dated. We knew each other for like literally, like you know when people say a hot second, like it was a hot second. <laughs> and then two weeks later, we were full on in a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. Like I moved in three months later, like everything mm-hmm. moved so fast. And it was so it was so interesting because it felt like the same pattern as like going home and telling everybody, I'm gonna be a vet, I'm gonna do this. Of like, I met this super great guy. And he's mm-hmm. like, and like Chris is Chris is great, like so much great about Chris to go home and tell the family about. And like that we were moving in together, like mm-hmm. that's a big deal, like all these things. Um and then like just look like at the me about
0: cur- my life together. Right?
1: And then just like the careers, getting to know him on the back end. Yeah.
0: One. Whoa. Alder. The The dogs like this conversation a lot. They like this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're like, save it for later. Let's yeah. keep them watching more. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, same pattern. So then I uh, decided not to go to vet school and got into outside sales here. And, like, just had so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like, just so much fun. Like, I could probably hope my boss isn't listening to this for more reasons than one, but <laughs> I don't say the
0: name of the company.
1: No. <laughs> no. Um, but I would literally do in four hours, like what most people do in their work week. Mm-hmm. Like at, at we work. Really Like at my it. yeah. Okay, like, it was it was awesome. But the cool like probably my favorite thing about it was that I didn't think I could do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like every week First I'd like all, get my had... numbers and be like, what the fuck?
0: Right. First of all, you had no idea you even could do it. Yeah. Then you went through a period of like, oh, okay, I got to learn this. And then you learned it really fast. Yeah. And then you were bomb at it. Yeah. Man. Yeah.
1: Which is sweet. It was really, it was crazy.
0: Yeah. It so it's amazing. Yeah. Because I remember when you lived here and you, I'd be like, hey, you want to go to so-and-so restaurant at like two in the afternoon? Yeah. And you'd be like, yep. Like you basically... Yeah could get all of your work done in like 10 seconds and then you were getting bonuses and you were getting praise at work and I'm like, she never goes to work.
1: I know, Becky's like, what job? What (laughs) job do you actually have? Like, you're my...
0: Yeah. I work for myself so I can do whatever I want, basically, but... Yeah. Jane seems to be doing the same (laughs) and she has a unionized job. (laughs) On payroll. Yeah. 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 And then... Okay, Walter. Here I am. I don't know, to today, I guess. Okay. So a couple yeah. of themes to wrap up, I think just to wrap up, mm-hmm. ha- introduce a little bit of masculine in the <laughs> structure. I think there's two kind of main themes that came out of today, and that was mm. talking about the the horizontal versus the, the vertical. Walter obviously wants to be on this podcast too. He keeps barking. And so the... The horizontal is those checks in the box of mm-hmm. like, you do this and then you do this and then you do this and then you do this. And, and then you, you'll be happy. And then you'll be happy. Ugh. And if you don't deviate from that path, like that's the path that you're prescribed, yeah. right? Whereas the vertical is the depth. Mm-hmm. And it's not that any of those things are right or wrong. Like those things are great, yeah. but you yeah. want to have depth in them. You want to have the the vertical. Yeah. And the depth is where the, the spiritual comes in or mm-hmm. the ineffable or the the actual meaning or the desire and then that leads to the second theme that came out of this conversation which is about desire itself and how like really being clear on what you want and if you don't ever if you're if you're after this desire and you never seem to be obtaining it and it's causing suffering what does that mean Mm -hmm. or like what happened with you where you kept getting your desires but then they weren't fulfilling yeah and then realizing that you had to adjust them because they weren't actually the thing that you wanted. Yeah. Or they gave you some satisfaction, but it was fleeting. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, we'll talk a lot about desire too, but yeah. I think we should leave on that peak. Yeah. Helen, what did you say your name was at the start? Ellen. <laughs>
1: God. I don't even know my fake name. <laughs> <laughs> you could have seen my face if she called me Ellen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Helen. oh, yeah, so that went well, I think for for as far as first podcasts, yeah, go. thanks for listening to us, Ramble, thanks for listening, and thanks for tuning in. We will <laughs> talk to you later bye-bye, bye.